We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Movement Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy his word. With that being said, we've got a little work to do this morning. I decided I wasn't going to give you a Sunday off. <laughs> Let's turn to the book of Isaiah chapter 6. We're going to go into the King James Version today. Set the year off right. Got some King James. Amen. I was messing with uh, um, Portia and Devin yesterday about did y'all cook collard greens and black eyed peas yesterday? <laughs> oh, man, that's old school right there, man. That's something that you had to grow up in to know something about that. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, King James Version. I want to get a very clear message across to you this, to, today so that we can set this year up right. I'm going to try, try to do it, and I say this a lot. I try not to use a lot of words when I speak. Um, I try to get straight to the point and not to um, belabor time. I want to make sure that it is clear. Amen? Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, King James Version. We'll start at verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it, the seraphims, each one has six wings, with twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the, and the post of the do door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Verse 6. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from, taken with tongue. From the altar, and he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Verse 8 Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, I, here am I, send me. Somebody shout amen. I gotta clean myself up from my crying. Our topic for discussion today and the title of this message is derived from verse 1. Um, Isaiah writes in a vision of the Lord, he says that in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord also. Our topic for discussion today is that I saw something else. I said it to your neighbor, I saw something else. Say it one more time so that you mean it. I saw something else. Did you know um, that the most powerful of all human sensory is vision? Um, it is stated that within the human body, there are 11 million sensory receptors within it. A fun fact for you is that there's 3,000 sensory receptors in each fingertip that you have. 
of those 11 million sensory receptors that you have, it is stated that 10 million of those sensory receptors are tied to your vision. They're tied to what you see. So, so, so that means that greater than what I touch, what I taste, what I smell, or I hear, I am more sensitive to what I see greater than anything else. So it is understandable if I see a small, minute change, it creates a big shift in what I do because the human body is wired to be provoked by what it sees greater than anything else. We fall in love because of what we see. Look, I see you. Okay, I'll let that one rest on you when you get home. We invest because of what we see. We run from danger because of what we see. And, and I believe that none of us were prepared for what we were going to see in 2020. And I wonder what, 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 what you saw, what, it, what did it provoke in you? What did it do to you? What changes were made based upon what you saw? I'm not talking about what you experienced. I'm talking about what you saw. We'll talk about what you experienced later. But I'm just saying simply based upon what you saw, what measures were changed in you because of what you saw, not just not, not what you experienced. Paul writes in the book of 2 Corinthians that we walk by faith and not by sight. And what he is saying there uh, is basically a, a, a believer's response should not be tied to visual stimuli. A believer's response is, 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 is framed by faith. I will only be provoked by faith because faith is the only thing that gives me another option. Faith is the only way that I get to see something else. It's the only way that I can see something else. So I have to make sure that all of my actions are provoked by faith and not what I see because I can find myself running down a street that I don't want to be on based upon what I see physically. But for a believer, we see something else because we're provoked by faith and not by our sight. So when Isaiah writes in chapter 6, verse 1, he says to us, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. I got it. It landed on me. Because he's not taken away from the fact that it did happen. I, saw, I had a bad day, y'all. I had a bad year. King Uzziah died, but I saw something else. And I like that he uses the word also. Because Isaiah's not writing that he's having some delusional moment. He's just not denying the facts. He's not turning his back on what truly happened. He says, in addition to what I saw physically, <laughs> I saw something else. Gosh, there's four things. <laughs> there's four things that Isaiah saw that we need to discuss. Let's go back to verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, <clears throat> high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. The first thing that Isaiah saw was the king. Say it with me. He saw the king. From Isaiah's perspective, and being a citizen of Judah, 
uh, it was painful to watch King Uzziah die because he, King Uzziah was literally probably one of the best kings that uh, Israel had seen. Uh, as King Uzziah's leadership, um, Judah started to experience prosperity again. Uh, he reigned for 52 years, and they started to see growth again. Um, they started to conquer nations again, and they started to rebuild cities, and they were starting to gain back their respect again, all through the leadership of King Uzziah. He was a good king. Um, but to see him die meant that the life that God's people had become accustomed to was getting ready to come to an end because King Uzziah was seen as the source of all of the progress that they had made. But in the same sentence that, that, that Isaiah, Isaiah writes that he loses a good king, he admits that he sees the king. He says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Now, I know we saw some good things die in 2020. And I know it was painful. But did you see anything else? You see, you may have lost a opportunity. You may have lost a job. You may have lost a career. You may have lost a loved one. You may have lost a source. You may have lost a king. But the king of kings still sits on the throne, and he is high and lifted up, and his train fills the temple. So if I truly believe that, then there, that means to me that there's more than what I lost. Because if he's truly the king, then the creator still sits on the throne, and he can create anything for me. So that means that what I lost can be replaced. I wonder if you saw anything else. Did you just get caught in the moment and give up on yourself and, and, and give up on God, not knowing that he is still sitting upon the throne? And we have to be able to see something else because that is the, that is the way that we don't walk away with the narrative that the world walk away with. He says, yeah, I saw it. And we lost him. But I saw the king. I lost the created, but I know the creator. I lost the source, but I still have the source. He says, I saw the king. Let's get some more. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, in his train filling the temple. Point number two, the second thing that Isaiah saw is that he saw with clarity. He saw with clarity. <clears throat> now, losing King Uzziah was a very difficult thing, and it also had the potential um, to create distance between Isaiah and God. Um, because what Isaiah lost could have been a potential issue between him and God. We get that. Oftentimes, God is, you know, he's the one that gets the finger pointed at when something goes awry. So, so losing King Uzziah could have created distance between him and God. But what I love about Isaiah um, is, is that in a year that could have been framed by disappointment and loss, he not only sees God, but he sees him with clarity. And I'm, I'm going to put it in a way that we can get it. We'll understand this. This is how we say it in, in the modern world. He saw God with 2020 vision. 
You ever heard of visual acuity? No, no visual acuity? I heard a couple yeses. A couple. You've heard it, you just haven't heard it like this. I got a definition for you. Visual acuity is the clarity or sharpness of vision measured at a certain distance. Visual acuity is the clarity or sharpness of vision measured at a certain distance. Now, if it is stated that you have 20-20 vision, it means that you see clearly what should be seen at a distance of 20 feet. It does not mean that you have perfect vision. 2020 was never a year of perfection. 2020 was about seeing God with clarity from distance. It was never about perfect vision. It was all about being able to see God clearly when there was distance between him and I. And God is sitting on the throne asking, can you see me now? After I'm not doing God-like stuff and it doesn't feel like I'm around you, can you still see me? Do you see me with the clarity that you saw me when I was blessing you? Can you still see me? Can you see me now? Because, oh gosh, Isaiah lets me know that even with the pain, I still see you high and lifted up. Even with the loss that I experienced, I still see you as Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Oh God. Even, even with the uncertainty that I felt at times, I still see you as Jehovah Shalom, my peace. Even with how my year started and how it ended, I still see you, God, as Alpha and Omega, my beginning and my end. I still see you, God, high and lifted up, even when there's distance. Okay. Let's get some more. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up in his train filled the temple. Above us stood the seraphims. Each one has six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. The third thing that Isaiah saw was himself. King Uzziah's death afforded Isaiah the opportunity to see God in a way that he had never seen him before. And when I started to dive into this, it revealed something to me. Um, it, it, it is that when, when, whenever you get a, re a revelation of God, he will also reveal you to yourself. You can't tell me that you've been in the presence of God if you don't have revelation of self. I want you to walk into 2021 with that. You cannot tell me that you've had been in the presence of God and you, you've had revelation of God if you haven't had re revelation of self. 
Isaiah sees God for the first time in his life in a different, from a different view, from a different perspective. And at the same time, he sees himself and it scares him. He says, woe is me, for I am undone. It catches him off guard because he had never seen himself like that before. It is not, listen to me, it is not until the moving of King Uzziah that Isaiah sees that he's an incomplete man. Watch me now. I don't want you to write this down. 2020 was a year of undoing so we could see ourselves. You see, we tend to hide behind our roles and our accomplishments and our titles and our bank accounts and our social media accounts. So much so that many of us have no idea how desperately, desperately we need God. Watch me now. It is not until you have revelation of self that you will come into the knowledge of God's grace. When you see how desperately you need God, you'll have an appreciation for God's grace. And that is what's extremely important. I've got to see myself so that I can see God the way he needs to be seen. Here's the power in that. It takes God's grace to get me to the next place that God desires to bless me. You see, you can stop talking about 2021 and what it's going to be if you don't understand God's grace because it's God's grace that is going to get you there. He says, woe unto me, for I am undone. I'm an incomplete man. I put it in 2020. I've been walking around here fronting. I've been, I've been walking behind everything that I've been able to accomplish, and, and everybody sees me as this very confident person. But behind all of this stuff, I desperately need God. And he experiences God's grace. And it is God's grace that takes you to the next place where God desires to bless you. Watch this now. Watch this. This is my last point. Come on, Jordan. Start playing softly. You know that's your cue. Watch this now. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Go to verse 8. He says, also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, I, here I am, send me. Point number four. It's the final point for today. As you walk into 2021, he saw the opportunity. have an honest moment with y'all. Isaiah opens up chapter 6 and verse 1 and he tells us what he sees. He says, I, I, I saw the Lord and in seeing the Lord, I got to see myself. And then by the time he gets down to verse 8, now he's telling me what he hears. He saw it first. Then he started to hear it. But what blew me away about the text and what perplexed me a little bit, because I had read this verse multiple times, me and my father-in-law had discussions about this text multiple times, but what, but what blew me away about what he heard is that he heard God asking a question. And I said to myself, well, God, why are you asking questions? 
at a time like this, why are you asking questions? You know all things. Why are you asking me a question that you have an answer to? Then it hit me. The question wasn't for God. The question was for, for Isaiah. God says, with the year that you just had, I'm going to ask this question to see if you still got an appetite for what's next. He says, I got an opportunity for somebody. Do you want it? He said, I've got a fresh blessing for somebody. Do you want it? And then Isaiah says, here I am. Lord, I want that. You see, God, I've seen you sitting upon the throne, and I've seen you still do God-like stuff in my life, even though I haven't felt you. And I know that you're going to do something great in my future. So, God, here I am. Did 2020 take your fight? Did 2020 paralyze you? Because God says, listen, I, I, I got an opportunity for somebody. I don't know who it's going to be for, but I just want to make sure that you still want this. I got to make sure that you still want it from my hand because I'm still blessing my people. Don't you worry about that. I know you saw what happened this year, but I'm still blessing my people. He says, do, do you want it? <laughs> Look at your neighbor and ask him, do you want it? <laughs> So watch this. God says, we got, some, we got some work to be done. And I need somebody to go do it. And I like the way that Isaiah phrases his response. He says, here am I. After going what I've gone through, here am I. And then after he says, here am I, he says, I am here, God, <laughs> send me. You see, after having this experience with you, God, and after seeing myself for the first time in my life, here I am. <laughs> and God, since I'm here with you now, I want to go with you. You see, I want to go where you're going to take me, God. I want to go where you open doors, God. But God is saying in this moment to his people, do you still want it? <laughs> Listen to me. This is the way I heard it. This is the way I heard it. This is just this is me. He says, God says, Wanzel, you down for this? That's just the way I heard it because I came up in hip hop. Are, are you down for this? Listen to me, y'all. I said to myself in my office, send me. So I wonder if there's a few people in the building that has the same attitude that I have. Because God says I have an opportunity for somebody. And I want to know if you want to go. So I, if, if, if you want to go, on the count of three, shout send me. One, two, three. Send me God. Send me God.
Send me, God. Yes, Lord, send me. Listen to this. God says, I've got fresh peace for somebody. I've got new joy for somebody. I have a new season for somebody. But I got to know that you want it. You got to tell them that you want it. You see, 2020 wanted to take your fight and it wanted to create distance. But God is saying, I'm still here. And do you want it? Send me, God. Send me, God. I told my family we were doing our, our, our annual toast on New Year's, New Year's Eve night. And I told them that my word for 2021 is cultivation. I told them my word. I don't ever come up with words, but I have a theme. But, but, but this year my word is cultivation. Because there were a lot of seeds planted in 2020. That I've got to be in position to cultivate in 2021. So if you're willing and you're able, I'm saying, God, send me for the work. <laughs> send me for that work. God is still high and lifted up. And his train fills the temple. I don't care what you saw last year. I don't care what you lost last year. The king of kings still sits upon his throne. Stand to your feet. Thank you for streaming the latest message from Truth Movement Church. We pray that you found something in God's word that you can deposit into your heart for future use. To stay connected with our ministry, like us on Facebook or Instagram, or learn more about us by visiting www.truthmovementchurch.org.